朋友们，大家好。Hello, friends. Welcome to Spiritual Wai Mai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 ，delivering the spiritual food to you wherever you are. 无论你在何处，我们为你速递属天灵粮。This article is a part of a series called Spiritual Wai Mai Voices, where we welcome our friends to share some spiritual food with us in their own voice. This spiritual Wai Mai was written and recorded by our friend Max. Influenced or influencer? At the end of last year, when I was going through my work evaluation, one of my brothers in Christ who worked with me told me that he had seen some changes in me—changes that were not for the best. He noticed that the way I was speaking with others was often not reflecting the love of Jesus. This made me think about the influence I had allowed other co-workers who were not Christians to have on me. When we spend time with other people. It is very common to begin acting in similar ways. This is why it is often common for parents to be concerned with who their children spend time with. At our small fellowship meeting, two Christian brothers who were about to have children shared with us their concerns about what they would do when their kids reached school age, as they did not want them to be negatively influenced and drawn away from Christ by the other children around them. Who you spend time with is eventually who you will become. If you take someone out of their own culture and place them in a different culture, it is very common for that person to start to talk differently and act differently to follow their new culture. In the workplace or social settings, sometimes we consciously try and make changes to ourselves so that we will become more acceptable to the group we are in. Everyone wants to fit in and feel like they belong, but God does not call us to fit in. He calls for us to stand out. In Second Corinthians six, verse seventeen to eighteen, it says, "Therefore, come out from among them and be separate," says the Lord. "Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters," says the Lord Almighty. God calls for us to be separate, but what does that mean in our daily lives? What does this call mean for the words you use or the jokes you tell? How does this impact your response when someone in your group makes a lustful comment about another person? Are you finding yourself caught up in the race to always have the latest and greatest gadget, toy, or clothing? How do you treat people in lower positions than you? Often engaging in these negative behaviors help us to bond with the world and fit in. So, what happens if we stop doing these things and become separate? In John fourteen verse eighteen to nineteen, it says, "If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you are of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you." As individuals, do we want to please people around us and fit in, or do we want to please our heavenly Father? I've often heard stories from Christian brothers and sisters about how people always knew there was something different about them, and maybe even asked, "Hey, are you a Christian?" As a Christian, it can be devastating to hear the words, "Oh, you're a Christian? I had no idea." That can be a sign that they see you as no different. Everyone else around them. The 
The Bible shows us what happens when we follow the world in the life of Solomon. When God came to Solomon in a dream in 1 Kings 3.9, Solomon asked God to give him an understanding heart to judge God's people and to discern between good and evil. Because this request was pleasing to God, it was granted, and Solomon was the wisest man in all the land. He was richly blessed by God and trusted to build God's temple. Unfortunately, he allowed himself to be influenced by the world. So what was the beginning of Solomon's downfall? But King Solomon loved many foreign women as well as the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edenites, Sidonites, Sidonians, and Hittites, from the nations who the Lord had said to the children of Israel, you shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. Surely they will turn away your hearts after there are gods. Solomon clung to these in love. 1 Kings 11 verse 1. Solomon had the wisdom to know that God forbid him from marrying the women of these cultures for a reason, but he didn't follow what God said. It is so common for us as Christians to pray for wisdom, but often a lack of wisdom isn't the problem. We know what is right and wrong. Most of the time when dealing with sin, the problem is a lack of willpower to choose right over wrong. If we keep reading, we can see the result of what happened when Solomon disobeyed God and surrounded himself with people who didn't believe in his God. And he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines, and his wives turned away his heart. For so, for, was, for it was so, when Solomon was old, that his wives turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not loyal to the Lord his God as was the heart of his father David. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord, and did not fully follow the Lord as did his father David. Then Solomon built a high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, on the hill that is east of Jerusalem and for Molech, the abomination of the people of Ammon. And he did likewise for all his foreign wives, who burned incense and sacrificed to their gods. So the Lord became angry with Solomon, because his heart had turned away from the Lord, God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice, and who had commanded him concerning this thing, that he should not go after other gods. But he did not keep what the Lord had commanded. 1 Kings 11, 3-10 Solomon surrounded himself with 1,000 wives and concubines, 700 of which he was married to. This is a large group of people who did not share his God, and therefore, as we saw, they slowly pulled his heart from God. Part of the worship of these pagan gods included child sacrifice, sexual immorality, prostitution, divination, and fortune-telling. All of these things go against God's character and were forbidden by God. We as human beings on our own are weak. I don't have the strength to fight my battles by myself. Sin is often enjoyable and tempting. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, 
after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. James 1, 14-15 This is why, for me, it is so important that the people closest to me are my brothers and sisters in Christ, and why I value them so much. They talk to me, lift me up, and understand my struggles and pain. They also hold me accountable to do what is right according to God's way. I am blessed that the people closest to me are a good influence and draw me closer to our Father. So, why should we surround ourselves with good influence, influences and what happens when we do? And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Hebrews 10, verse 24 to 25. We are not alone. We are a part of a Christian family. We lift each other up. Many of our brothers and sisters have gone through lots of pain, hardship and loss, but we have held on as a family, encouraging each other and are making sure people haven't felt alone. But sometimes the good influence of a friend can sting a little. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Proverbs 27 verse 17. When sharpening a sword, very fine parts of the metal are being ground away to create the sharp and useful edge. And if metal had feelings, this process would hurt. Recently at work, there was a dark cloud over many of my colleagues. We were exhausted and didn't want to be there. I was attracted to the staff who were complaining and happily joined in with the complaints. It was only when a brother who was a colleague came to me and talked about how we chose to do this job and that he had apologised to God for all his grumblings, that I started to see things differently. I didn't want to hear it, and it stung, but in that moment, I was being sharpened. I was being influenced positively. Some of this may sound as though I'm saying that, as Christians, we should only hang out with other Christians or bad things will happen. But that is not the case, and it is not biblical. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and hide it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew 5 verse 14. We have been given the good news of the gospel and have been commissioned by Christ to tell the world about him. But it is important that when we try and reach the world, we don't become one with the world. Sometimes, not allowing yourself to be negatively influenced doesn't mean removing yourself from people's lives. Sometimes it just just means removing yourself from certain situations with others or being aware of an influence people have so that you can resist it. Who are you allowing to be an influence on you? And who are you influencing? Thanks for having some spiritual limey with us. 
感谢你今天属灵外卖。We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. 希望你喜欢，令你满足。And we hope you come back for some more. 期待你再次回来。We love ya. 我们爱你哟、哦。